0: G'day, my name's Martin Murray and you're listening to the In The Paddock podcast where we talk all things farming. Welcome to another Wednesday Tech Talk. So this is a topic you've probably heard me bang on about before and it's something I'm probably going to keep going on about because it is a very important topic and that is nozzles and nozzle selection. Making sure that you're doing the best possible job you can when you're out there in the paddock. Doing a spray, taking care of those pests, those weeds... Uh, working on your fungicides, whatever it is, just trying to get some coverage out there and make sure you're targeting the pests you've got in the most effective way you can. So why do you want to be changing your nozzles? Why do you need to change your nozzles? Why can't you just go with the same you know 015 flat fans that you've been running for the last who knows how long? And why do we need to update your nozzles? And in fact, I think that last one I might just touch on first because that's well fresh of mind. So nozzles, believe it or not, they do wear out even though they've just got water going through them. When you're running things through it like ammonium sulfate or uh, some of your your harder chemistry, some of the, the products that you've got to dissolve or some of your suspended concentrates, they do wear away at your nozzles and even just straight water over time that will wear away at your nozzles. At the end of the day they are just plastic. And so as it wears away at the at the plastic there in the nozzle, the pattern starts to break down. you start to get an uneven amount of product out per each nozzle. So one nozzle may be putting out 20 liters a hectare while the other one puts out a hundred like it's you need um, good nozzles for a consistent even job. So that's number one, making sure that your nozzles are new and fresh and uh, fit for purpose. Second is looking at, you know, what nozzles do you actually need for that job. So last, uh, what was that, Thursday night I was, Friday night actually, sorry, it was Friday night, I was out at the farm swapping over nozzles. I was going from 015s to 025s. Now the reason I was doing that, is because I need to put out a fungicide the next day, taking care of that fusarium head blight, a bit of a nod there to last week's, and um, putting out a fungicide across my wheat. So to do that, you need good coverage, as with all fungicides, and so I needed to up my water rate. And so to keep myself moving quickly through the paddock and being efficient at the job, I needed to increase uh, the size of my nozzles from an 015 to an 025, And that would allow me to maintain that sort of 10k an hour um, while still putting out uh, you know that good water volume and uh, yeah for all those guys out there in self-propels that went well 10k an hour jesus that's low yeah well well welcome to my world so that is why we did that and you know they were just a standard flat fan nozzle they were able to maintain that medium spray quality again keeping those droplets small giving me good coverage Which is the other factor, droplet size. So when you start looking at things like, say, 2,4-D, particularly 2,4-D in summer or any of your phenoxys, there are restrictions on the label as to the droplet size that you can use and there are restrictions on droplet size depending on the month that you're using it in, trying to minimise that drift and keep your product on target. And so they may stipulate that you need to use a Uh, very coarse or ultra coarse or extremely coarse nozzle depending on the product and therefore you need to select a nozzle that will actually allow you to do that in the paddock. Um, So you won't have fines and you won't have drift particles drifting out across who knows where. So that's one of the other reasons that you need to change your nozzle. So When you uh, start looking for a nozzle, looking at what you're going to run, you need to think about what you're trying to achieve, what sort of coverage do you need, what sort of spray quality do you need, does it need to be medium, does it need to be coarse, ultra-coarse, very coarse, um, and what sort of water rate do you need to be putting out. So they're all factors that you've got to look into and consider when you're picking your nozzle. Then of course, you start looking at operating speed and other things like that consult a nozzle chart and yeah, go from there. And most people I know tend to have, you know, three, maybe four sets of nozzles depending on the job. They'll have, um, you know, their their d nozzles. They'll have their fungicide nozzles. They'll have their uh, just normal glide nozzles and they'll swap them out depending on the job as just part of the, the clean down and you know, it's a bit of extra work, but it is certainly worth it because the uh, you know the worst spray job you do, the most expensive spray job you do, is the spray job that's not done properly. So yeah, just a few things to consider there. Other than that, currently lining up a couple of people to interview. I know from the feedback I get, people really like the interviews, and um, yeah, I'm I'm working on that. I'm trying to get more of them, but. Uh, yeah, so far, uh, yeah, we, we don't have any recorded ready to go to air yet, but there's a couple of people that have agreed to do them and we just need to find a time where both myself and I them are uh, able to commit to it. The other one, of course, is head over to YouTube, check out the YouTube channel, just search In The Paddock Podcast. Um, I'm trying to do a bit more there. Straight after I get off to this, I'm going to start editing a video that um, was about the fungicide that I was doing out there in the paddock the other day. And, uh, yeah, there's uh, one that just went up there on the weekend uh, about my new RTK auto steer system. So I bought a FJ Dynamics RTK auto system. It's a self-installed auto steer system. That gives you two centimeter accuracy for about uh, ten or eleven thousand dollars. It was eleven grand. I can't remember if that included the G or not, but anyway, uh, it's up there. What I like about it, what I don't like about it, a uh, few of the issues I've had with it, but um, yeah, it's, uh, it's there for you to look at and you can see what it's like for yourself. So, anyway, that's really it for me. Check out that YouTube. Facebook, Instagram, just search In The Paddock Podcast. You'll find me anywhere. And until next time, keep at it.